0: Hi, guys, welcome to our podcast. So, this is the Art of Travel podcast by GT and some Gin and Tonics along the way. <laughs> so basically we we sit around and we drink gin and tonics and we talk about travel and where we've been and our travel experiences and we get a bit drunk but make sure you check out our website gttravelblog.com and also check us out on insta and on twitter at gttravelblog and (laughs) you're just laughing at me (laughs)
1: i do still exist um (laughs) some of that we we've been practicing our introduction so if some of that gets in the podcast cut um i might get told off but i think it's quite endearing.
0: so um we've got a gin of the week this week what's our gin of the week babe uh it is uh
1: sip smith london dry gin london yeah, it's 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 a London dry gin. I don't think it's manufactured in London, but of course it's, it's a London. <laughs> um, it's a London brand, I presume. Yeah. Um, it's normally retailed twenty five pounds in uh, Waitrose. I picked mm. it up for twenty pounds. It was an offer in Harrogate. Pardon me. And uh, I'm just having. A few, I've had a, probably a couple of glasses now, and it's 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 dry but smooth it's
0: got a hint it's got I
1: swear it's got a hint of raspberry in it but I'm not quite sure maybe maybe it's just because I had a raspberry tart
0: as someone who is I'm more of a wine person I'm not a spirit person at all and I only started drinking gin simply because we started this podcast she's (laughs) when
1: she says she's not a spirit person she's not a spirit person when it's not vodka and it's mixed with coca-cola but um (laughs) hashtag university days but uh so she was a spirit person
0: (laughs) and then i grew up it
1: it just was potato vodka
0: anyway (laughs) anyway uh, (laughs) oh it sounds quite so it tastes quite bitter for me but it's still quite nice i think i
1: think the fever tree um Tonic's coming through it quite well, but you obviously do agree. I
0: can't even tell the difference in tonics. It's just, you know, all tonics—they're just like tonic water to me.
1: I feel like we need to rename this podcast. What? G with some gin and tonics a long way, and Benny who doesn't know anything about gin. Uh. Plodding along.
0: along. (laughs) I'm sure that by episode number ten, in like nine weeks' time, um. Were you going to be the gin connoisseur? I'll be a gin connoisseur. Oh my also, oh, also, don't forget, a new podcast out every Thursday. I should have started with that. Uh, we have a new podcast out every single Thursday, so make sure you tune into that one.
1: I see our head of social media is doing her job.
0: Oh, shush.
1: Well. <laughs> Anyway, enough of our little bickering. We are today discussing the art of the hotel. Mm. Uh, and by that, we will sort of be discussing the differences between the boutique hotel yep. the chain, and the chain hotel. And what they really mean. Because there is that mm. idea of a bo- boutique hotel being Small. a B&B, one hotel somewhere. Small, mm-hmm. luxurious, and a chain hotel being, you know, 50 different hotels mm. across various locations in one country or many, many, many countries, international even. Yeah. And, you know, they're very sort of... Not necessarily bog standard, but they're they a clone of a clone. Mm. They're all the same. They don't have that personality or their spark.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, they normally have loyalty schemes and loyalty points. And yeah. they normally focus on the business... Whereas, the business person, mm, you know, I, I wouldn't know that. And then you have that boutique hotel, that specialist hotel, that hotel with flair and uniqueness. But from our travels and experiences, we realized that those lines are kind of blurred. Yes. So we'll be discussing that,
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: comparing the sort of price, the quality, and the location.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, websites. Yeah. Because I remember we had a discussion about holiday, <laughs> about that. Our favourite boutique cone chain hotels. Yeah. And yeah, that's how we'll probably round it up today. Yeah. So T, hi, how are you?
0: Hello, how you doing?
1: Yeah. Very well, thank you.
0: <laughs> it's really hot. Anyone that's living in England right yeah. now will know it's, it it's is boiling. boiling, you know. Absolutely boiling. You know, it's like 32 degrees outside. It's
1: definitely a bit toasty.
0: I am melting. I'm melting. I'm not saying, but anyway, on to hotels. The number one tip, actually, I would say. Oh, actually, yeah. The number one tip, I'd say, was selecting a hotel. I know this is a bit off topic. Is make sure it has air conditioning. Make sure it has air conditioning.
1: In the summer.
0: In the summer. And heaters in the winter. Because we've frozen and we've also melted. Where have we frozen? We've frozen. Do you remember the um, the one in Hinkley? Hinkley, Leicestershire. We'll stay there. Sketchly Grey. Sketchly Grey. Yeah, Sketchley Grey Hotel in Leicester. Just saying, if you're planning to travel there in the winter, like take some extra blankets because you <laughs> or will Or go free. and sit in the sauna you and ma- <laughs> Do you remember we froze? It was. Did we freeze? Yes, we did. It was in <laughs> February. Do you remember when it was like really snowy? and it was oh yeah and I was worried
1: the fiat's was going to get stuck
0: yeah well. yeah so we froze um and now you know likewise uh we need some of air conditioning so make sure you get um some of air conditioning so right anyway the difference the differences between boutique and chain sorry I'm just faffing around with my clothes I'm just so hot i was just taking off some layers um, That's what you, That's what you can probably hear
1: I was miming at her I can hear it on the microphone It's, like, it's, like, it's not messy if you're closing Our good. first podcast went so well It was like, oh we were so happy We did it in 32 minutes This is our second take <laughs> I don't even know if anything from the first take Will make it in But this is our second take It's, it's terrible
0: Anyway Yes. Anyway. BT Hotels
1: What do you think the difference is between a boutique hotel and a chain hotel?
0: I think the difference between a boutique and a chain hotel is um, that boutique hotels tend to be quite smaller, Um, smaller in terms of size, you know, Um, as in they'll have like less than 100 rooms or less than 80 rooms. Like, really small and not, not a lot of rooms. Um, and also, there aren't a lot of them around. There might be a few, maybe one or two, or maybe two in a county, two up in the north, two up in Australia, but you don't see them everywhere. Whereas a chain, I feel, um, it's much bigger. You get lots of rooms, like, you know, massive, massive rooms. Just I'm just thinking of, like, Holiday Inns, for example, they're just huge aren't they? Um, and then you tend to see them everywhere you go. you know premier, you know you think of your rings, think of your travel lodges. think of your Hilton by Double Trees, you know. I can't think of anyone at the moment, but that's why <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> Shaking my head. She didn't, she didn't say that in her first take I promise see that uh, <laughs> I, I agree with that uh, how I would look at a boutique hotel is boutique hotels do not exist mm. they're B&B's and I only say this is that I've never been to a hotel mm-hmm. which is boutique which does bed breakfast, has a restaurant in it as well, and does room service. Because this then begs the question is, what is a hotel and what is a B&B? And we had this discussion slash mm. argument about the Scuggy. where I said it's a hotel, but you said it's actually advertised as a B&B. Mm. And so it's not a hotel. But then they say outside... Scuggy hotel, but then they're like, it's a and B. But I so think, what is it?
0: I think it's down to them, you know, their marketing marketing team. Because when you think of what a hotel is, when you think of what a and B is, they have different connotations. They have absolutely different connotations. So, and I think um, hotels name themselves B and B's or hotels simply because of the type of customer they want to attract. Man. But then,
1: in your eyes, would you call the Scuggy in Iceland a hotel or baby?
0: Let's just give some background about what the Scuggy is, because people, are not, people, I'm not sure. Well, we'll
1: have in our little blog podcast thing, yeah. a picture of of the Scuggy, yeah. yeah, and a link to their website, so yeah. you can make your own judgment yeah. yourself and let us know. Yeah, but. I've, I thought it was a hotel but then I remember you saying it was a b and I'm
0: saying Duskagi is um, the hotel or B&B that we stayed in when we went to Iceland earlier this year so um, it is you know advertised as a hotel with breakfast included um, it was really really lovely it was really nice amazing breakfast but they you know they didn't have like room service and they didn't have like a dinner service or a lunch service. It was purely mm. breakfast, but then they had a bar in which you could go and get but drinks then for like
1: most, the day. Most most B and B's have some sort of drink service.
0: Everyone's got drink
1: service. So, but here's, a, here's another question I just I just thought of. Which hotel have we ever been to? Does breakfast as standard? Uh,
0: it's. I have oh. a silly grin on my
1: face Because she's looking confused
0: Okay This scuggy was breakfast as standard Yeah it was
1: And uh, we've never ever been to a hotel Yes which we have Bre- Which
0: was uh, What's the other one on our list Oh that's a very good idea No Great Missenden That was a B&B though That's a and b That, that, was, that, a was, that <laughs> was a pub That was a pub That wasn't a hotel <laughs> Okay What's your point
1: <laughs> <laughs> My point is that every B and B that we've been to actually no, compared to the one in Bath, that had a room only, actually.
0: Exactly. Uh
1: no, but then oh no. No, a- but no, no, but that's
0: that's a hotel because it has
1: a restaurant in it.
0: But then it was a boutique hotel.
1: Yes, but no, but then I was I was saying that no but that 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 breaks the, the that, that ruins my point because <laughs> I was just about to say do you have a boutique hotel and that's the only boutique hotel we know of that we've stayed at that which sort of fits that path for you, which is not a chain
0: Okay, explain uh, to our readers what which hotel this is that we're talking about. Because we're, we're, I, I know we're, we're throwing around quite a few names and people yeah, might get confused. It is number 15 name? Great Pulteney Street. Yes. So in, explain in what Bath. Great Pulteney Street is somewhere Great
1: Pulteney Street is, I think it has 16 rooms, something mm-hmm. about that, like that. It's a wonderful little boutique hotel on Great Pulteney Street in Bath, which is just off Bath city centre. In England. And we went in Somerset.
0: Yeah, in England for non English viewers, please.
1: I know you had a problem with the counties. We only have four. Like, where are we? <laughs> it was like we're Dorset. No, we're not there yet. <laughs> anyway, um, it's a wonderful little boutique hotel, uh, which is it's a transformed sort of one of those massive uh, Edwardian houses. houses, houses, and it, it is wonderful, and amazing, and we will do. We will mention in another podcast, and there will be a review coming up on on the website yeah. for that. It was amazing, and it was wonderful, and it does say it's a boutique hotel, yeah. and it, it's run by this wonderfully, I wouldn't say quaint, wonderfully, vavoum, uh French people, <laughs> and they they all they are they are really nice, and the the lady at reception. Uh, i remember she took us into the room yeah we had a coach house suite, and she was like these Philip Hue lights and i she was like oh, the lights change color and her wonderful freck's answer and then she went voila and i was just like ah, they're just cheap philip hughes aren't they but then, uh, <laughs> she sort of looked at me and went what's a philip Hugh? but she didn't obviously say that and you were standing there going ugh <laughs> obviously a bit ashamed of me It's like what is this like if, if you didn't know what a Philip if you didn't have what a Philip Philip Hue are just lights that change colour yeah. LED light strips and lights yeah. and I am obsessed with them and so if you had never seen a Philip Hugh before you would have thought it was amazing right but for me I was just like anyway that's just a little tangenting story but yes, no but, yes, but that yeah. has a, that is a boutique hotel because it has a bar it has a restaurant even though the, the food selection is not massive I'm sure it will be great food Mm. and also (laughs) and also it has a room only so Mm. perhaps the only true boutique hotel we've stayed at every other boutique hotel has been a boutique boutique B&B okay and then but then would you say every B&B's boutique and it's just so <laughs> but then you would say it's a luxury it, it's just yeah. very confusing yeah it's there's a mm-hmm. lot of segregation
0: so what do you prefer to stay in do you like the much do you like um the smaller boutique hotels or do you prefer a chain
1: preferably hmm
0: What is
1: well you answer that first
0: yeah i ask you, you first
1: I'm gonna be really Potentious pretentious here and say so i like what do i like i like i have to think about this i'm just some <laughs> gym. i like luxury hotels now whether this is a chain or not is is, is
0: completely
1: different <laughs> it's like luxury luxury hotel so what i mean by that is cheating glen
0: what do you mean by that don't you say what is cheating glen baby
1: Shooting Glen is I think according to Telegraph, don't don't quote me on this, it's the third best luxury country hotel in the United Kingdom. So yeah. it, it is opulence in Hampshire.
0: It so, is so it is it a boutique hotel in your eyes? Even though it is this massive five star spa hotel, which is owned by... um...
1: It's a luxury boutique hotel. Now, whether luxury and boutique is the same thing is a different question, but I I would count it as a boutique hotel.
0: So you prefer boutique?
1: No. But then, yes (laughs) and no, but then would you say harbour hotels are boutique? Or luxury? Do
0: you know what? Let me answer that question myself. I, in terms of, you know, boutique versus chain, I always tend to favour the smaller hotel. I always tend to favour the smaller hotel. Um, And by smaller hotel, I mean smaller in terms of room size, purely. Listen, listen to my logic. (laughs) Not room size, um, the amount of rooms. Right. Yeah. Let me tell you why. If you sometimes look at I just you know holiday inns are the things that come to mind. They're like eight stories. Um at well, I'll just give an example. Like you know, like an eight-story hotel which has got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of rooms. I know that my stay there will not be unique in any sort of way. I know that the front desk people are not gonna remember me. I know that each and every single room has probably been half cleaned. Um, it's probably not as neat, as tidy as it potentially could be. So I prefer smaller hotels as in the amount of rooms because I feel like the smaller it is, the more attention to detail staff can pay. So having said that, I I would prefer, you know, places like, um, let me go, the, one that, the 15 Great Pulteney Street, the one that we stayed at in Bath, which only has 16 rooms, and you could really see the individualised touches and, you know, the reception. You know, they're really lovely. They remember you. You know, you sort of made that relationship. Another one I can think of is the Skoggi Hotel over in Iceland. That must have had about 30, 30 40 rooms. Um, I feel like, you know, we really got to know some of the front desk staff and even, like, the housekeeping staff because there aren't a lot of guests. So you get to know them. You get to have that experience and I feel like the quality of service is much better. And adding on to that, you know, you, you mentioned shooting Glen. shooting oh. Glen has got it's I think it's like eighty rooms and it's got suites and villas and
1: it's tree houses. Tree
0: houses and it's a massive hotel, but their customer service is like incredible, it's impeccable. impeccable. It's Im- impeccable. You know, you feel you feel that individualized service from start to finish, and <sighs> they've got the staff to do that for you, and you feel like everything's done to the highest quality. <sighs> so I, I would, I prefer. In a nutshell, I prefer hotels that make my stay unique. That make me feel like a unique guest.
1: But is that a boutique hotel? Is that a luxury hotel?
0: Either way, I think you get it more in luxury and boutique hotels or luxury boutique hotels. But then a luxury hotel can also be a chain. That's my <laughs> point. Yeah, and... I and So which do you prefer? I prefer the one... I, I prefer the hotel that gives but me the you, best experience.
1: If you had to choose between a boutique or a chain...
0: What would I pick?
1: Yeah, and so if you chose boutique, you can't stay at all these luxury chains.
0: No, why can't I stay at all the luxury because chains? Because it's, it's not, a chain. It's, it's not either or.
1: No, but I'm just asking if you had to choose.
0: Oh, If I had to choose, I would go for boutique. Really? Mm, what about you? Oh, my back's itching. <laughs> just rolled uh,
1: Um. <laughs> if I had to choose it would be
0: what would it be
1: boutique <laughs> I,
0: I, okay why I, that
1: pains me to be honest because how
0: does it pain you
1: i've got i love there's a lot of chain hotels i love
0: and it's not saying just because you prefer one thing you wouldn't no
1: no no of course not but it's just that choice yes i think you can always assure be assured you will get that quality at any boutique hotel you'll go to. Yeah. But with a chain hotel, the spectrum between luxury and sort of business and just sort of a travel lodge. No offense to travel lodge, but it's not like Mm. the upper enchiladas of hotelier. (laughs) Um, It's... Yeah. The demographic for chain hotels is so much bigger than the demographic for boutique hotels. Boutique hotels are looking for people who have okus amounts of disposable income and can afford to spend £250 uh, a night (laughs) on a room. We actually don't have that. (laughs) I mean, we do. But uh, to do that, you know, but chain hotels are more budget orientated. Yeah. But then, again, you have those luxury chains yeah. Such as Harbour Hilton, but not so then, much anymore,
0: but then you but then you, <clears throat> that's reflected in the price. For example, I go to the Har- Harbour, um, for those that don't know, um, Harbour hotels, um, they have chain... is it well? I'll it, well, say it's a chain because mm. they've got several several Harbour hotels within England, and the one that we're talking about in particular is the Harbour Hotel in Southampton, mm-hmm. and it is a chain in the grand scheme of things. But then that luxury comes from the price you pay. You know, any any Saturday or Sunday night or any bank holiday weekend, you're looking at £500 at least for a standard double room. And any other day of the week, it's like £250 minimum for a standard double. And that money that you pay is reflected back in the service and the quality of products that you get whilst you, you know whilst you're staying there.
1: Can I? Can I? Can I? <laughs> uh, let me. Let me do something. Uh, my my art works for a chain hotel, uh-huh. a sort of a normal chain hotel. Uh-huh. And I, I went to visited her work one day because my my dad had been back to the West Indies and he'd brought back some presents, so I had to go and give it to her. So I went to give it to. Her. I was walked into the hotel reception room. Yeah, it's not a special hotel, yeah. Like that. Um, it's it was in Golders Green in, in sort of North London, you know, it's not central London or anything you like It's it's a bold standard chain hotel. I looked up at the the nightly rate, yeah, and it was 168 pounds mm. for one night. And <clears throat> this is probably a three star at best, yeah. So, <coughs> pardon me price doesn't necessarily reflect quality. It really does uh, depend on the location. Yeah. For instance, the, the Holiday Inn in South Kensington is on average £200 a night. It's probably a nice Holiday Inn, but it's not like two miles you up could, the road you... in Hyde Park. You've got the Dorchester, you've got the Hilton Park Lane, you know, you've know, you got the Ritz and the Strand. So <clears throat> £200 for a Holiday Inn doesn't make it a luxury chain hotel.
0: So we're now saying that price is dependent on location, and that's true.
1: That is true, but then I don't think it's as simple No. as you thought.
0: Well, I'm not an expert in the art of um, the pricings of hotels, because I don't work in that department. But anyway, it's, I I, do, I don't think that um, it's something I personally can give expert knowledge of, mm. you know, because I don't know how these things work. We can assume.
1: No, but what I was trying to say was that <clears throat> there is a... There's a very thin line between boutique and chain and luxury. Mm. And I think the moral from this is... <coughs> I mean, is whether you want to go for a hotel which has that personal touch with it, mm. or do you want you want to go with something which you're a bit more familiar with? It may be more affordable, mm. but then you don't get that personal touch.
0: Yeah,
1: and that is all up to you as the consumer.
0: Yeah, you your decide? budget
1: and what sort yeah. of quality you are looking for. Exactly. But I think we would both suggest. Yeah. As we're planning a trip to Australia.
0: We would suggest that um, you go for quality yeah. over
1: quantity. Because the choice of our hotels were, we, we were looking at Sydney and we, we we were saying, we didn't look at the Hilton or anything like that. You were either going Four Seasons or Shangri-La. And I was, <coughs> both are chains, <coughs> but are luxurious chains. And it, it, that's my point, is that mm. don't dismiss the chain yeah. as no, no. Because you can not get that personal experience with them. Yeah. But you'll, you have to pay that price. But then exactly. with a boutique, it may not be established. It may not be as nice. But you have yeah. that individuality, that uniqueness. Mm. It may be slightly cheaper depending on the location. Mm-hmm. But if you want that quaint, that different, unique mm. outlook, that home outlook, mm. like someone who has that inside knowledge of a place, anywhere yeah. you go, go to a boutique hotel, go to a boutique b b If it- you want luxury go to a luxury chain because you know you're gonna have that spa you know you're gonna have that gym you know you're gonna have those massive hotels and suites your butler and if you want a happy medium uh i would say research bigger chain hotels to see which ones are better because we know some holiday inns are more well equipped than others yeah so it definitely does depend on where you are your budget yes and what you're looking for but i would say they all they all have their best points they're good points and their are bad points yes but do what you think is best but us here at GT Travel will say yeah. go for the boutique hotel
0: yeah go for the boutique hotel so lastly sort of um, our last point what has been your favourite hotel that we have stayed at uh, thus far
1: does it have to be we or can it be me or you you go first
0: well he's got a lot more hotel experience than me um, I would say my favourite hotel that we have stayed at thus far Would definitely, definitely have to be Tooting Glen We've written a review about it on our blog So make sure, t- two part review uh, So make sure you check that out Tooting Glen was fabulous from start to finish The service, the food, the rooms, the cleanliness Everything, everything was stunning I've really enjoyed it I really, really enjoyed it. It had that personalised touch. Um, Yeah, I really enjoyed it. What about you, babe?
1: I would have to agree that Chutingland is the best hotel we've stayed in personally together.
0: What about about you, like?
1: It would have to be the uh, Burj al-Arab Jamaah Hotel in Dubai. Oh, baby, you cannot pronounce that. (laughs) What is it then?
0: The Burj. Oh, the Burj? Yeah. What does it say? Burj al-Arab Jermia. Yeah, That's what I said. No, you said
1: something
0: that <laughs> I did not sound bad.
1: okay. Can you say it for me? What's my favorite is, hotel? Is that, is that
0: the sailing hotel? Yes, in Dubai. he has. It's like okay, the, the hotel that he's talking about is that um hotel that looks like a sail in Dubai, the Burj al Arab, the one the with Burj the... al
1: Arab, scenario. yeah.
0: I didn't want to
1: say that again. I, I I'm not going <laughs> to. That hotel, that seven-star hotel. I, 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 I didn't. I went there. I went to Dubai on business, and and uh, I was very lucky to stay there for a week. Yeah. Um, lucky bugger. Uh, all I'm going to say is that. <laughs> I, I kind of want a butler all the time they're, they're very useful people uh, very, they're very underrated like I remember my mum used to make me watch Maiden Manhattan like over and over again because that was like her favourite film and there was some tra- I've forgotten his name i have to look this up and he was the butler and he was like the coolest bloke ever he was a wonderful chap and he used to keep all the maids in line yeah. and he used to know what they were doing and then somehow he left his job uh, halfway through the movie, I'm not quite sure I didn't what it the is. Going. I do not know. Anyway, <laughs> he was amazing, and you know he knew about table placement, and it was just me in this in this suite, and the butler was r- ridiculous. The service was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. It makes Chooting Glen look like Holiday Inn. <laughs> I'm not saying. Something. Honestly, Chooting Glen is amazing. It was it, the food was impeccable. The standard was impeccable. You had turndown. I didn't know it was called turndown at the time. I just used to go out, go do all my business meetings, to come back. The room used to be, like, finished. I used to have, like, fruit salad that I ordered the day before. Ice cream. Like, flavours I wanted. Like, muffins I ordered in the morning were still there. Everything was... They... I ride... I remember I arrived on a Tuesday. And I remember I got off the plane. And I was like, oh, hold on, all my packages, where's my baggage gone? And they were like, oh, hello, Mr Gibson. I was like, hello. I was like, oh, yes, we've already taken your baggage to the hotel. I was like, <laughs> so OK. But at that point, I had to go to a meeting. So I came back probably about 7 o'clock. I was like, oh, I'm tired. I came in, I was just like, I wonder where my suitcase has gone. There's a little note in the hotel which said, uh, your suitcase has been stored safely. Open my open the wardrobe door. All my shirts have been laundered, and ironed. All my clothes, all my like underwear was folded. And I was like, even I don't do this. Even my mum doesn't do this, and she's quite a pedantic woman. And was just, it was absolutely. I was spoiled rotten, and I went home. Fortunately, I still live. At, we still live at home. We're, we're we're sorting that out, and yeah, we, we got home. And I got home and I was just like, Ugh, I have to take my own suitcase out of the car. <laughs> I looked up, I looked up, my mum was like, oh, how was you, you? you missed this trip? I was like, yeah, it was fine. And I, I put my suitcase down and I was expecting some buttons to, turn up to take up to my room. I was like, oh, mum's I was not even going to do it. I don't pack my own clothes. I, I went to bed that night, it's so like, I haven't even been tucked in. I was just like, hold on, I've been spoiled too much. My point is that, I wanna take you there. But it is it's spectacular. A lot of people go there to eat, but a lot yeah. of people stay there. Um Yeah. Is it worth the five thousand pounds a night? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> not a lot of things. Is it no no it is actually. It's an experience. It's an experience. So that's my favourite hotel I've ever been to. And I feel so jealous. But Cheating Glen is still my favourite hotel of all time because I was there with you so there you go oh, okay. and we'll wrap anyway, it up with that,
0: that. That's, that's, <laughs> this podcast has just gone wrong <laughs> oh so my anyway, goodness thank you guys for listening uh, make sure to check out our blog gttravelblog.com um, you know, our website GT, it's the gin it's getting to my head gttravelblog.com uh, follow us on insta and on twitter um, if you have anything to say just message us on there or you can inbox us, or you can subscribe. You've got so many different ways of contacting us. Tweet us. Tweet us. Oh, yeah. You can Carry a pigeon. Carry a pigeon.
1: Telegraph.
0: Ah. Letter. First class stamp, the queen. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> what? Insta and Twitter are at GTTravelBlog.
1: And Or you could just pop on our website and subscribe to our newsletter, Oh which yeah, is not a, out
0: yet. <laughs> that's not, no, that's not, It's not a newsletter. <clears> oh, <throat> is it just subscribe to us? Yeah, so you get like updates. Yeah, subscribe to us. What so you, updates? Like every time we post something. Oh, I say I didn't realise it actually works. It actually works. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're gonna go now. <laughs> Also, new podcast
1: every Thursday. Thank you. Every guys. Thursday, it won't be a shambles like this one. We won't drink gin anymore. we was just I'm gonna I'm gonna sort of rub out with along with gin and tonics on, on the podcast. It's just
0: gone wrong. <laughs> All right, then. Bye. See He's you later. Out. Go brave. Bye.